Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is something that I've learned and I wanted to share to hopefully help you figure out what is it that you want out of life. And what are some tips that I've used and hopefully you can use to gain clarity on that vision? What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. What's up, family? It's your host, Casting over here, and I learned something new today. Now, I tell you, when you get up every single morning, the goal has to be, what am I going to learn new today? That's the same thing I tell CJ when I pick him up from school, is what did you learn new today? Because we get into a world where we think that we know everything, so what happens is we stop growing. And if you stop growing, that ultimately, in my eyes, means that you're dying. And so, for me, I'm always trying to learn something new every single day, whether that be from a a podcast, whether that be from a YouTube video, whether that be from a book on Audible, whatever it is, I'm always learning something new. So I wanted to bring to you guys something that I learned new today. And it was talking about envisioning the life that you want. What's the dream that you want? Now, especially if you're in a real estate uh, field, which a lot of you all who listen, I know are, but if you're in a real estate field, whether that be an investor or better yet, if you're an agent, because when we first get into the business, we hopefully have these dreams and we have these goals of why we're getting our real estate license. For some of you, it could be like me, it was money. I'll be honest. When I first got in, it was all money. I wanted to be able to control my own income. I was tired of working a nine to five job where I knew that I was never going to get a hundred percent of my activity out of it. Right. So that was what it was for me. For some of you all, it could just be more controlling your time. Whereas you have money, you've been saving up the right way. You have good credit, but now you just want more time to be able to sit back and enjoy the time with your kids or with your grandkids or with your niece and nephews or your younger brothers and sisters, or maybe just to find, you know, people who are like-minded like you or find your significant other, whatever it might be. I think in the beginning, we have to get out there and we have to plan, right? So what does that look like? Well, I'll tell you something that I learned is when you talk about planning, you have to write down what that looks like for you. So let's say that you're a real estate agent and you say, you know what? In 2020, at least, I want to close 25 transactions, which is about at least two a month. It's very, very doable, no matter what market that you're in. 25 transactions. Let's say that that means that I want to be able to work no more than 30 hours on my business. Let's say that that means that I want to be able to coach my kids in 
volleyball or soccer or basketball, and you don't want to have to miss any games, whatever those are, you have to write those things down. And then you have to hold yourself accountable to them. A lot of the times we write them down and we don't go back to it. It's because we don't put it in a place that we can visualize it every single day. So when you ask yourself, what does that look like? I'll tell you, whenever I talk to other agents about that and I say, where do you see your real estate career in the next one, three, five years? Let's look long term because we understand that our industry is always changing. So I would say to stay ahead of the curve, you have to think about what five years from now looks like. So I ask people, what does that look like? And people, here's some of the answers that I get that I want to make more money. I want to keep more of my money in my pocket. Right. So I want to net a hundred thousand dollars this year. I want to be able to have enough saved over that I can invest into a rental property at the end of this year. Those are all money related and those are huge. But some people say, you know what? I just want more time. Money, I'm good. I've been saving the right way, but I want to be able to spend time with my grandchildren. I want to be able to spend time with my wife because, you know, she's always traveling for her corporate job and I would love to be able to travel with her, but it's tough when I'm always showing properties or I'm always helping my team and we haven't put the right systems in place. Some people just say, you know what? I want to have more time so I can just work out. I feel like I'm always working in my business. So it's tough because I can't work on myself. Now I'll tell you, I've been guilty of this as well. When you're very, very business driven and you're constantly always talking about business, then it's no time for you to actually slow down and then get to working on your own health. And we understand, or at least we should understand that our body is our most valuable asset because we're not going to get another one. It's our temple. So you have to make sure that you're taking care of your body, your health. You have to make sure that you're taking care of your relationships. How many times have someone invited you out to a party and yet you either had a showing or you were just so tired from the days of work that you were like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. Now, I'm not telling you you don't need self-care, that you don't need to find some peace within yourself, whether that means massages or you know, pedicures or manicures. I think you need all of those things to stay up on your own health. But what I'm telling you is as well, the thing that you really want to create the most of, because we're all getting older, right? The thing you want to create the most of is memories of your relationships with other people, especially when it comes to your kids. Because at some point, the one thing that we all know is guaranteed is death and taxes. And that first one should be a motivator enough that we go out there and we make sure that when we're on our deathbed, that we look back on it and we didn't have any regrets. We make sure that when we're on our deathbed, we look back on it and we say, man, I'm so glad that I did that. Boy, those are some wild days, right? And we've all had that that situation happen where right now we look back at it and we look back at high school or you can remember your college days, I'm sure. And you're like, yo, those was crazy if I could just go back, right? But because you took a leap of faith, because you took a risk when maybe you were the first person in your, your family to go to college, right? And so you didn't really know what to expect, but what you did know is you was going to make the most out of it. You had an opportunity opportunity to turn a dream into a reality and you decided to go to college and you were well off. So even when you got into your real estate business, what happened? You had an opportunity to turn a dream into a reality. You've seen that there was a lucrative opportunity for you to make a lot of money, control your own time, 
be your own boss, but more importantly, help other people get whatever they desired. Because this is your most valuable asset or your most expensive asset is real estate. So you want to make sure that you're investing in it the right way and having a service professional. If you could be that person, you're like, oh my God, I love it. I absolutely love it. I would love to help other people. So I go back to that to say, those are the dreams that we all have, but we got to understand when we talk about what does the perfect life look like for you? And I want to give you some things that I've learned to be able to identify what the perfect life is and to be able to identify what you want out of life, because that's what it ultimately comes down to. You're not living for your kids. You're not living for your spouse. You're not living for your parents. No matter who it is, I get it that we, we're living with them and we want to make them proud and we want to be noble and we want to teach them everything that we've learned. But at the same time, you're living for you. Just like at the end of the day, they're going to live for themselves as well. So all you can do is work on yourself and then that will allow other people to see how hard you're working and then they'll work on themselves. And in return, it all becomes, you know, a better place. So this is something that I've learned and I wanted to share to hopefully help you figure out what is it that you want out of life and what. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What are some tips that I've used and hopefully you can use to gain clarity on that vision? So number one is defining what the perfect business looks like for you. So whenever I ask this to a brand new real estate agent or whoever it might be, normally they start out with the negative. So they'll say like, uh, I wish that I didn't have a boss. I wish that my income wasn't capped. I wish that, you know, my time wasn't constrained on when I got to go to work and when, you know, how long I got to stay. I wish I didn't have to compromise on my integrity because sometimes obviously the company's integrity um, maybe doesn't align with yours, but you need that job to be able to pay your bills. So all of these things of what people normally start off saying what they don't want. And I'm like, okay, and, and I'll write that down or I'll take note of it. But then, you know, I ask people, okay, well, tell me about what the positives look like, you know, and they'll say something like, I wish I made more more money. So I wish I could net more money. I wish that I had the time freedom, right? To be able to spend with my family or spend with my loved ones, whoever it is, just like we already talked about. And then they'll kind of get into, I wish that I had a way to eventually get off the hamster wheel of selling whatever it is that I'm selling. Or, you know, that I didn't just have to rely on a 401k because we all know that a 401k is, does not have the stability that it once did, right? Think about if we go back into 60 years, years ago, like everything was, you're going to go to school, you're going to get a good job, but then you're going to have a government pension and that government, or you're going to have, if you can, if you're lucky, you'll have a government pension, right? But if you're, even if you're not lucky, you'll get a safe, secure job where then you'll have at least a private pension and you stay loyal to this company and this company will stay loyal to you. Well, what happened? That started to go out of the window when taxes started to go up, real estate and inflation continued to go up. And they seen that more and more
more people were hopping out of the industry with experience and going into another industry or people that were getting into their industry didn't have the experience. So it took a lot more manpower and money to train those people. So they started looking at their numbers and they started cutting and they started letting people go. Even the people who wanted a job, they couldn't keep those people. So that was a huge thing to recognize. So for me, I learned that when I first got into business, that it was very important for me to define what did the perfect business look like for me. And even as a real estate agent, I'm still an entrepreneur and I needed to define what did that business look like. And I came out by by saying, okay, well, let's define what are the categories of business that I could do. And through reading like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Cashflow Quadrant and and uh, so many other books, I, I came to find that there was really four, next five categories. So I would probably mm-hmm. say five. And so number one, where we all kind of start off at is we either start off in blue collar or white collar. And so what does that mean? I guess I define them as more labor intensive or customer service oriented. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, if we think about blue collar, labor intensive, I would think of a construction worker. I would think of a plumber. I would think of something that's a trade practice. Well, what does that mean? You're often you're trading, you know, your labor for money. So if you're a plumber or if you're a welder or if you're a contractor, you're trading your labor for that money. And for me, especially being a little dude, um, I didn't I didn't want to be always having to beat up my body to be able to get money. Right. I, I wanted to use my mind to be able to create that same type of income. So I knew that from there, that wasn't my ideal category. That wasn't the perfect life for me. Then I thought about, okay, whether it's the white collar or there's customer service. So if you're thinking of customer service, I know for me, I did Vizio customer service. I did Microsoft. Anything that you can think, I did Dex, where I was a digital marketing consultant, but I was really just an inside sales phone rep, right? So any of those where you can think that you're in a cubicle all day from nine to five or whatever your hours may be, that you're not necessarily trading your labor for money, but you're still trading your time for money. And a lot of the times your income is capped because it's based off of the hours that you put in. So I was like, ah, as I looked at that, I said, no, that's still not the perfect life for me. So then you talk about being some type of a salesman. Now, I also sold cars at one point. So I did that for six months and I had a lot of success with that. Selling anything, you're an independent contractor. And a lot of the times it's how you transition to a small business owner. Well, what does that mean? Normally, a lot of the times when you're a salesperson, you have to figure out your own systems. You have to figure out your own marketing. You're constantly driving to try to be in front of your clients because face-to-face is always going to be better. Not to say that you can't do it by being in a different city or state than those people and doing Zoom meetings or whatever else. But if you can be in front, that's the quickest way for them to feel your energy, to be able to know, like, and trust you. So sales. But I looked at that and I said, okay, well, even if I'm in sales, that still means that I need to create a lot of the the things that I'm going to need to truly be successful on my own. And also that means that if I'm selling something, if I don't truly own the product that I can only get a certain percentage of that commission. And a lot of the times that's not negotiable. Now it could be negotiable if you're selling a massive lot of it, right? Just like in real estate, if you do a certain amount of volume, anything over most of the time, $5 million, you're able to get a higher percentage of your commission. 
But that's not always going to be the best thing as well, because even though you have a higher ceiling when it comes to your income, and a lot of the times you might not even have a ceiling, it's still going to be very demanding on your time. Why is because most sales industries, they go in cycles, like in real estate. We know that in the summertime and the springtime, the real estate market is going to be hot or at least heating up, right? But then in the fall and the winter, we know that the business is going to go down. So we got to be able to balance our taxes. We got to be able to balance our income that's coming in. So the sales industry in, in every single way, it kind of goes off of the economy and it also goes off of the cycles. We know no matter what you're selling, you're going to have cycles in it. So for me, sales was the best option that I could see at that time because it allowed me to have more things in my favor than not. But I also knew just through reading and personal development that there was going to be, there had to be something better. And that was when I learned the opportunity to be an investor in anything. Let's think about it. Think about Uber, think about Facebook, All think about Amazon, all of these different businesses. If you're an investor in those businesses, if you have some type of ownership in those business, you're going to be better off. And so for me, that was what I always looked at when I knew that I was going to get into real estate. I knew that my ultimate goal for even getting my license in the beginning was to own real estate, not just to help other people create wealth, which is great because you want to serve other people. You want to have an abundant mindset. But at the same time, I knew that if I had no ownership, there was only so far that I could go. And as that saying goes, if I didn't come from wealth, that wealth had to come from me. If I didn't come from a family that owned real estate, a family that owns real estate has to come from me. So all of those things of, of what I said to myself when I first got into the business and having you know, ownership in anything, it allows you to leverage more of your own time. That's why I think a lot of us, we go wrong is because we never have an option to get off of the hamster wheel. We get so in the world of sports, we always want to get up and we want to make it to the league, right? We want to get up to the highest level and we want to make it to the league. Well, think about it. The real people who build wealth off of sports are not the players. Yes, they get big contracts, they get sponsorships, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the owners who make the real money. Think about college in the NCAA, right? Now they're talking about paying players and they're frustrated with this. They're saying that you're ruining the game. Why is because they have the ownership, they're making the money right now. And this is not to go political on that, but it's just about understanding that if you really want your voice to be heard, if you really want a seat at the table, you have to have ownership. So for me, coming from where I come from, that's what I've always looked at. And you should be doing the same thing, especially if you didn't come from money or ownership. You have to ask yourself, do I have any ownership in this brokerage or in this company? For me, as I looked at this, I said, okay, if I don't want to have to put up 50 to 75 to $100,000 of my own money, you know, and have all the liability and the expenses that come with it as a brokerage, is there any place out there that offers me some type of ownership and I can earn even more. And that was where the brokerage of EXP was huge for me. And so I say that to you, not to, to give you a spiel on EXP, but to talk about Look at your current brokerage. Do you have any ownership in it? If it was sold tomorrow, would you have any type of ownership in it? And for a lot of us, it, the answer is no. I know when I had to assess that for myself, I said, okay, if I'm looking at my perfect scenario, I want a combination of sales, but not only that, I want ownership. And 
for a lot of brokerages, those that wasn't an option. I went with a place at that time that allowed me to just sell, which was great. But then as I started to evolve and I started to understand that if I wanted to have an opportunity to stop selling real estate, whether it was five, 10, even 15 years down the line, that means that I needed to have some type of an ownership and I needed to have some type of a financial interest in this company that allowed me to be able to walk away. So I would encourage you today to write down what does the perfect business look like for you, whether you're in real estate already, whether you're just getting into real estate or whether you aspire to get into real estate someday. And right now you're still working a W-2 job or you're working, whatever it is, write down what does the perfect one look like? Research them. Think about, okay, do I want to be in the trade economy? And there's nothing wrong with any of them, but you just have to understand where do you have options later on down in life? Because Time is the only thing that we cannot get back. So you have to make sure that you're spending yours wisely and you have an opportunity to create as many memories as possible with your family, with your friends, with those who you'll come in contact with in the future time that are like-minded that you know you'd want to build a relationship with. Because the only thing that's going to solidify that relationship is how much time you can spend with that person. So it's my tips today. Hopefully this has been helpful. If it has, do me a favor, especially if you're on iTunes, go like, subscribe, leave five stars, even if you want to leave one star. I take all feedback as constructive criticism and it allows me to know where I'm giving value and where I can grow more at. So with your feedback, it allow us to, to know who we should be bringing on, what we should be talking about and what more you want to learn about. So hopefully you leave that review. I would love, love, love to have it. Until next time, we'll see you on the next one in the dream we trust. That's the episode for today. Let me know if you got any value out of this, if you liked anything about it, Reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, any of the social media networks. And of course, leave me a review, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you're hearing this at. I would love to have a review to show, you know, what you're getting out of this. Is there anything that I could do better? Is there any way that I can add more value to you? So hopefully you all take some action today. That's my show. I love you all. Be great. But remember, we must take action. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.